0: welcome to the wwe podcast guys tonight it is all about money in the bank we're gonna preview the show in its entirety match by match with grace who has joined us before and she's graced us with her presence see what i did there all right that was just awful but guys it's all about money in the bank and we're gonna get everything going right after this Nightverse is an nft project with the focus in gaming When you play the game, you earn more NFTs like Heroes and Armor, which you can sell after for real money. Join the Discord server. There's a link right in the description of this show. So go check out the Nightverse. It's an NFT project, guys. And again, the link is directly in the description of this show. Go check it out right now.
1: This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre. You're listening to the WWE
0: podcast.
1: The one that everybody wants. Mickey Lake's going to WrestleMania.
0: Playboard! Playmore! 316 says I just whipped your ass. This is my item.
1: You're gonna acknowledge me.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the WWE podcast. It is Friday, July 1st, 2022. I told you June goes fast. I said it at the beginning. I said this is the fastest month of the year. It's like it doesn't exist. And here we are. It's July. After this, it's all about. (laughs) But after after, uh, July, guys, it's, of course, about SummerSlam, but also it's about football. And if you're interested in football... That's uh right around the corner, as are the baseball playoffs in just a couple months. It's crazy, right? We just got into freaking summer and I'm already talking about fall, but let's enjoy while it's here and we're gonna talk about wrestling in just a second with Grace, who has joined us once again here on the WWE podcast with money in the bank tomorrow night. We have a lot to get through and we have a review show that's coming up. I'm gonna try to do the review show directly following the event doesn't always happen. Sometimes I literally fall asleep in the middle of the show just because dad life. But I will make an effort to to do that. If not, it'll be early Sunday that I will get a review out to you. I promise. I'm going to try to give that review as quickly as I can. It's just not always feasible. But uh, that's what's going to be going on the next couple of days, guys. Of course, our SmackDown review is going to be posted uh, shortly after this show. You should see it in the feed by the time you see this one. And also, guys, we have the WWE Slam. That's my video show that I do every single Saturday night at 8 p.m. I know it's going to kind of fall in the middle of the event this this week, uh, but I would really encourage you to check it out. It's also on demand on the DuPont Network. So go to DuPont, D-U-P-O-N-T, now.com. Get yourself signed up, and you can watch me for an hour rant about wrestling. That's stuff that you don't he- hear or see. Anywhere else? I'm. It's not on Patreon. It's not on Apple Podcasts. It's not on my website. This is exclusive to the Dupont Network that we're trying to expand expand into, and uh, I'm really excited about it. I encourage you to go check that out. So, already, everybody. Oh, oh one more thing. Go ad free, guys. You want to be in the Discord server? It's a place you want to be. It is where the cool kids are going to be. Is in the Discord server tomorrow night when the pay per view is going on, and you can get yourself in that server if you sign up on patreon.com slash for a dollar you get in the door all right well that is it guys let's get to grace and myself discussing the money in the bank event a lot of fun talking with grace and by the way check out her evolutionary wrestling podcast and guys i will talk to you next time Welcome to the Money in the Bank Preview and Prediction Show, everybody, and tonight I've got a returning co-host. You guys have heard her before. She's got her own podcast, too. Grace is back with us. How you doing, Grace? Grace.
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be back on.
0: Yeah, me too. And it's certainly going to be a big event tomorrow night. I was screwed up the whole week because I thought for some reason it was on a Sunday. I'm still getting used to these like Saturday deals after being a wrestling fan for 25 years. I'm like, ah, oh, it's drilled into your head that it's a Sunday. But uh, so yeah. it's tomorrow night, everybody. In case you're like me and you're absent-minded, it is tomorrow night on uh, on the, uh, WWE network. So, uh, but before we get going, uh, Grace, just, I want to ask you about your podcast. Cause I know that you've uh, recently started one and uh, where can people find you?
1: Yeah. So we're on most podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple, um, I radio, stuff like that. We are, uh, exclusively only talk about women's wrestling, evolutionary wrestling podcast. Um, I basically just started it because, I love women's wrestling, and I don't think it's talked about as much as it needs to be. And um, right now, the women are overperforming the guys and outperforming the guys, I, in my opinion. So I thought that it would be a great idea to you know, start a podcast and just the only contact content being about women's wrestling. So if you want to check us out, um, look up evolutionary wrestling podcast and, um, tune in for some great wrestling content.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. There is not, there is not enough focus on the women's, Uh, You know, in terms of the podcasting field for just the women's wrestling, which is great. So, yeah, no, guys, I'd really highly recommend it. Check out the Evolutionary Wrestling podcast for sure. And we've got some women's matches that we'll get to. uh, Some that I'm really excited about. One that I'm like kind of eh about with the SmackDown Women's Championship. But uh, let's start (laughs) off with the Usos and the Street Profits for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. I mean... Uh, Do I hate to say this one sounds predictable, but maybe you have a different take on it, Grace. What do you think about this one?
1: No, I can't differ from you on this one. If you have the Usos, I have the Usos winning this one. I don't see them dropping their belts. I don't think it makes any sense. And if they did, that would be, I feel like, a twist that no one would see coming. But this is a match, I mean, we've seen a lot. I mean, we've seen it multiple, multiple times, and it's they—they they never have a bad match together. So I'm not upset that the match is happening because it's—it's going to be a great match no matter what when you put these guys in the ring together. Um, but I just—I don't see the Usos losing those titles right now.
0: They're, yeah, they're like I think that the the quality of the match is most of what people are going to be looking for here because we know it's going to be really good with all four of these men who are ultra talented in the ring and the match quality is probably what's going Mm. to save this from being kind of a snooze fest only because the outcome is all but I mean, it's about a 99% chance. Like, this one is a pretty safe bet if you actually have money on it that the Usos are going to retain. There's almost no reason at all for the Street Profits to uh, to capture the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships, particularly because also the WWE has done their typical formula of having the champions lose, whether it's in singles competition or in a tag team, like, week after week after week, only to retain the championships when they're on the line, and that's what's going to happen here. But yeah, the quality of the match I have no issue with, and I think as fans we need to look at this and go, okay, let's just let's just enjoy the journey of it because we all know the destination.
1: Hmm. I think the WWE kind of has shot themselves in the foot with. Um, they have a lot of matches that are so predictable, and not in the way of like it's like with the Usos, they it wouldn't make no sense for them to lose the titles right now, but that's how they built the story. So when you have big matches like this, and then you make your storyline so predictable to the fact that like, if it went the opposite way, it would make no sense. It's like, you're just watching a match where you definitely know the outcome, but the WWE does it to themselves. You know?
0: Yeah, they do. A lot of the what they do is self inflicted wounds. And a lot of times you can tell that the creative refuses to change their formulas and how they do things. And the, even the way sometimes matches are structured, you, It's always starts out with usually the baby face, you know, getting some offense to get the crowd into it. The heel takes over. There's a couple of hope spots. The, the, you know, like it's a lot of, you can just feel when a match is coming to its conclusion. And you can almost tell, it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like every match, I don't care who yeah. it is. It's, I, it's just the WWE style, and that, unfortunately, will never change. But, I mean, it's, it's not all bad, but uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying. So, um, all right. Well, let's talk about the United States Championship. This match, I got to say, isn't as predictable, I think, as the Tag Team Championship. We have Theory versus Bobby Lashley. There's certainly a favorite here, but I don't know. Grace, what do you think about this?
1: So, I would say Theory is going to retain. Um And this, this could go either way, but the reason I have like kind of a prediction, not only for the winner but for afterwards, I think that Theory's gonna retain, and I think there's a possibility that John Cena comes out and um, gets in his face, and you know, wants looks like he wants the title, and then they have a um, thing for SummerSlam and builds to SummerSlam, but you that could also happen if Bobby um won the title as well. they could still have a feud and the title didn't wouldn't need to be in it but I would say Theory retains plus Cena coming out at the end. Mm-hmm. I also think that would be awesome if it happened. It
0: would see. I like that. Uh, I, so first of all, let me just say right off the bat, yeah, I think Theory does retain. I, I'm not as confident as the tag team title match. There's certainly a chance Bobby wins, but given mm-hmm. where they've positioned Theory and that I truly believe McMahon, not just in story but behind the scenes, is going to get behind Theory, and there's there's rumors of Cena. Versus Theory at SummerSlam. There's rumors of Cena and Theory all the way to Summer or uh, to WrestleMania next year. That's also been oh, rumored, wow. uh, according to Wrestling Observer Dave Meltzer. Love or hate him, and sometimes he does have good information. That's the rumors as of now that it it could be at WrestleMania that these two face off. But that doesn't mean that SummerSlam can't happen either. It's their quote unquote WrestleMania of the summer. So um, I don't I don't ha- I don't think that your prediction is impossible. In fact, I'd give it a 50-50 with John Cena. Now he did get Punk. Out a little bit by theory on Raw, we saw their mm. inter- interaction. The crowd was into it. I mean, the crowd was like, "Oh, here we go!" Like we, we've been hearing about this. They come face to face. Cena, you know, ditches him when he tries to take a selfie. That's all that was said, or that's all that was done and then now we're here in the match and here's Theory and Bobby Lashley and 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 before we get to Cena I think that Lashley and Theory's going to be a really good match like they're both really good workers different styles you know certainly um you know we have Bobby Lashley's more of a powerhouse we have Theory who's a little bit more athletic and gymnastic in in a way so this match I I'd expect to be a lot of fun and i ultimately see theory cheating to win i mean i don't think he'll outright beat bobby lashley clean he seems to be a guy that'll take advantage of a situation an eye poke a low blow a, a title to the face behind the referee's back it'll be a kind of i think an old school heel victory pulling up the tights something along those lines to get the victory over bobby and then gloat about mm-hmm. it and take a selfie with bobby on the canvas whatever it may be but as far as john cena coming out again i'd give it 50 <clears throat> 50 i don't think John Cena is going to come out if it's the second match on the show or if it's you know, kind of in the first half of the show. Cena appearing here should be a big deal and it would be a weird placement for Theory and Lashley if it is the second match. Now, this is just the way I'm looking at the lineup now. But if, if mm-hmm. the later in the show that this match happens, I think the higher likelihood of John Cena appearing.
1: See, the only reason I even think John Cena is going to come out is purely based off of the promo he gave on last Monday Night Raw, is I feel like it was such a red herring for him when he was talking about having a match or coming back in the ring and he was saying how, you know, it's, there's not going to be one mm-hmm. and I will be back in, but I don't know when. So I feel like it made everyone think that, oh, well, we thought he was going to, you know, be in the ring soon, but now that he's, you know, saying it in the now, maybe he's not – so I feel like that's a red herring. So if he shows up sooner than everyone thinks, I think that was like the plan for him to, you know, say that he's, oh, you know, it might be a long time. But then he ends up now, this weekend, like the same mm-hmm. week. So I feel like it was a red herring, but that's the only reason I'm saying that he would come out. It's sneaky.
0: Yeah, because the way he was speaking, you would just buy – you know, just by his tone, think, like you said, yeah, that'll probably be what Survivor Series, maybe towards the Rumble wrestling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that is a, that's a good point because even I was duped by that thinking, yeah, he doesn't sound like he's going to be here like next week. It sounds like it's going to be several months. So yeah, I think that's a nice, uh, subtle way to, to, to fool the fans into thinking that it's going to be a while when in fact it's like a week away that I'm going to come back. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I like that. And, and certainly, again, SummerSlam their second biggest pay-per-view of the year. Why wouldn't you want mm-hmm. Theory and John Cena? And, you know, having John Cena with the United States Championship in that matchup with Theory there's a lot of history with John Cena in the United States <clears throat> Championship he's the one that like resurrected it back to <clears throat> life when he was doing the uh, the open challenges a number of years ago I mean that was actually a lot of fun I remember that and that was a formula that WWE took and really just uh, kind of duplicated it not just for the US title but other titles as well for babyface champions so <clears throat> yeah th- this could be a lot of fun and uh, you know I- I'm not you- you're talking me into it I'm still going to stick by no <laughs> I'm going to say no Cena but i still stay 50 50 i think both of us agree though that theory is retaining
1: see i also the reason i'm i'm i think there's gonna retain but there is i agree with you this match could go either way and the reason it could go the other way too is because maybe they don't want cena winning the u.s championship maybe they want him winning the ic title and Because then he would become a Grand Slam champion. That was that's you know one of his last accolades that he needs to get. And then um, they, I can see WWE wanting him to be that top guy in the company to have the most championships to beat Ric Flair because they want John Cena to be the guy in WWE. They want people to look up John Cena and see him being the you know have the most championships. So. I, I know that WWE wants to make him. He just needs one more. Mm-hmm. So that's why, on the other hand, I could see him maybe also not coming out because they want to maybe go, have him go against schoonther and then go for the IC title so he can become a Grand Slam champion. So it could go... It
0: could go either way. Yeah. I I mean, I, I think that John Cena is a guy that is not – he sounds like – I mean, he said multiple matches. Do I think it's going to be an Intercontinental Championship run? I mean, he, if he's one championship away from being a Grand Slam champion, I'm sure they would like to have that run with him. But also the fact that to get their, his 17th World Championship – Whatever match that may, may be, it probably should happen at WrestleMania, given that at this point, I don't think they have any love lost for Ric Flair with all the bad PR he got earlier this year uh, with uh, the plane ride from hell and the allegations that are uh, seem to be pretty uh, believable with, with what Ric Flair mm-hmm. did on the plane, which, you know, not good. So they distance himself and, you know, uh, as they should. Uh, so, you know, I don't think that they have any love lost for Ric Flair right now. And John Cena is their guy. I, um, and they I mean, they spent the entire Monday Night Raw just drooling over him uh, with uh, the video packages and people standing and clapping, And uh, which I wasn't a fan of. If, if anybody listened to my Raw review, I did not like that whole uh, everybody stand at a concession line and let's all clap and, you know, heels and baby faces. No, no let's, let's not worry about it, guys. Everything that just happened, uh, we're just going to stand here and applaud John Cena. I, 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 you know, there's things that you can do. That was not a moment for that. But anyway, um, so, yeah, I, <laughs> we're talking about John Cena here and his theory and Bobby Lashley. <laughs> But I, I I do think Theory retains, but you're right. Bobby Lashley has an opportunity here to capture it, and I think that they have placed Bobby Lashley in a good position to be believable to to do that. So, all right, I want to move on to the SmackDown Women's Championship, and uh, I'm going to take this one first, and maybe you can put a more positive spin on it than I can because you are the wrestling women's wrestling uh, a podcast aficionado here. So I am just – I'm looking at this and saying, okay – Natalia is a is a veteran she is the veterans uh, the, the women's veteran uh, in the locker room I understand that she's the locker room leader all that and Ronda Rousey I'm not a huge fan of Ronda Rousey it's no secret and it's she's just not my cup of tea I think she exposes the business in a way that makes herself higher than the business uh, or at least she tries to elevate herself she, she can't even mention the SmackDown women's championship for some reason, she's allergic to putting those three words together. She just wants to say SmackDown championship. Like, I, I don't, I think that's disrespectful. I understand the, the, the argument for why put women in there? I, you know, that's a whole, ar- another thing, but she, I think there's been moments in her career that she has felt like she's above the business and and I'm not a fan of that, Um, but she's excellent in the ring. For what she's done in MMA to translate that to WWE, I think it's been it's certainly been commendable. And she's an ultra athlete. I have respect for her on a professional level. Um, I just not a fan of her character. I mean, I don't want to get into it specifically, but Natalia here and, and Ronda Rousey. It'll be fun. um They've built this around the submission holds that they have, with the sharpshooter being uh, apparently, according to Natalia, more devastating than the arm bar, where she said she almost got Ronda to tap out the previous week. And Ronda Rousey obviously has been very successful with her arm bar. And so I, the story's okay, but I think that the outcome here is kind of like the tag team title match. like. There's just no way they're going to have Natalya win here. It's almost like she is the Tamina of SmackDown, where they bring her out of the crypt every so often just to have a, you know, kind of a bigger match. And then they just, you know, push her, push her back down into the basement for a while. And we don't hear from her. And, you know, she's just posting Instagram photos with her cats or whatever she does. I mean, so it's just, I don't think they're going to do anything here. The match quality well, I think it'll be fine, but there's just no way, no way that Natalia wins this. Do you, do you see the same thing?
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't see Natalia winning. I think Ronda will retain first and foremost, but <clears throat> as for the whole, this, Okay, I, <laughs> I get so tongue tied over this because I don't have words to explain like how disappointing anything with Ronda Rousey is that they ever come up with. Because doesn't the story sound a little bit familiar, Matt?
0: Uh, I mean, I've seen thousands of storylines. I mean, like, I mean, it probably does. It's some, there's some part of my brain that it probably uh, does. Why? What is it? Am I, what, well, are you, what are you, you relating know,
1: it to? If we rewind to. Uh, Rhonda's last feud that she had um, for the title was with Charlotte, mm-hmm. right? And the main thing of their story was submissions. I <laughs> am. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I'm gonna make you tap out. I'm no. I'm gonna make you tap out. So like, it's the same exact thing. They haven't even come up with a new story at all. It is the same exact story, which shows you a lot mm. of what creative's thinking about. Um, but yeah, no, I respect Natalia a lot. I mean, I respect Natalia a lot, but, and she's trained a lot of the women on the roster for years, um, because she's that good she's always been that good and she's a vet and will always be, um, someone you can respect in the ring and not to mention, um, I just, She's come to the end of her career with, um, I thought at least with uh, main match or sorry main event uh, title matches and stuff like that. So when when she was announced for this, I was very surprised, and I think they could have easily put someone else in that position. Um, But you know. (laughs) <laughs> this match it it's not gonna be bad, but Ron is gonna retain, and then Natalia is gonna go back to whatever she was doing before, tag tagging with Shayna in a tag division that doesn't exist, and um and then they're never gonna push anyone else on the SmackDown roster like they normally do. I mean they haven't pushed anyone since Raquel <laughs> was the last person we saw that they actually seemed like they wanted to push, um, but and then they threw Natalia into this match, which they went in so many different directions and I don't think they ended up on the right one, but I, you know, the SmackDown roster, I mean, I talk about it on my podcast all the time. It's, it's weak. It's really weak. And it's not the women's fault. I, it's creative's fault. They don't put any effort into any storylines on that roster. And I mean, you could, you can compare the SmackDown roster to the uh, raw roster. It doesn't even come close. And, I mean, that has a lot to do with, I mean, there's seven women on the SmackDown roster. So, it's not Natalia's fault, but um, creative needs to get a little creative and, like, actually give, you know, the SmackDown title some good matches because this is not it. <laughs> Uh. Yeah, yeah, no.
0: It's funny that you say that creative needs to be creative. It's like they're not living up to what their name is. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. Plus, I mean, to, but in their defense, they don't have Charlotte. They don't have Bailey yet. Uh, I think Bailey actually is going to be. If I was going to guess, facing Ronda at Summerslam. That sounds like a Summerslam match to me. I mean, Bailey's even. I think possible to attack Ronda at the end of this match. I, I imagine they're going to keep her heel and try to keep Ronda babyface, which I would honestly, I would love. To see that happen, because I think the crowd is starting to turn on Ronda a bit. They're very lukewarm about it um, with Ronda as champion, kind of with Bianca Belair. We'll get to that match next, too. Like, they're not booing either woman. But it feels like they, you're not getting the reaction that they want them to have at this level. And there's so many reasons for that. I mean, creative is to blame on it. Ronda Rousey needing to learn how to cut a damn promo, although this week was probably her best. Uh, she Her promo ability is not great. She, she needs to learn how to time it when the mic or when their music goes off. Don't whisper into the microphone. Like, speak with some bass in your voice. I mean, she's got an, a great look, but I just her, her promo ability is is very hit and miss. A lot of times you feel like she, he's literally reading off a teleprompter. I mean, like I, I it feels like that a lot of times. I mean it's not easy to do. I'm not saying it's easy, but you know, when you when you look at the the it, the importance of learning how to cut a good promo, Rhonda's just not there yet. But that said, you know, look this match circling back, I think is going to be fine. I think it's going to be some, some spots where the Natalia does put her in the sharpshooter and Rhonda's crying out in pain and she's crawling to the ropes. She pulls her back to the middle of the ring and you're like, Oh my God, she can win it. That'll probably be Natalia's hope spot. Like that's going to be the spot that's coming where we're all supposed to believe that Natalia could win. She's not going to Rhonda will make her tap. And uh, that's it. Natalia will go back to doing whatever she was doing. But I mean, again, WWE and SmackDown doesn't have two of their biggest stars that were on SmackDown in Charlotte and by, uh, Bayley right now. So that that is that is a bit of a, a problem. But overall, yeah, the women's division. As, as a whole, especially on SmackDown, has been fairly weak, even with Ronda Rousey at the top of it right now. Um, and as I look at this whole card, it's funny. I, there is not one just grudge match. Every single match on this card is either a championship match or uh, something for the uh, the, uh, the the briefcase. So mm-hmm. it's, that's interesting. That it's and, and the reason I say that is for the women's division as a whole, you probably have heard this before too, they almost never have just a grudge match, like just a personal feud. They always have to have the women chasing the women's championship or if there's a match on the pay-per-view it's always for the women's championship they can't just build a storyline out of pure character development to make people care about the women's division care about two individuals and who wins who loses and they don't have any faith or the creative ability to think that people will, will care if there's not a championship involved
1: yeah I do oh I actually have a question for you Um, after Natalia loses, which seems to be inevitable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, where do you think they go with Rhonda after this? And I, Bailey, really?
0: Yeah. I I think Bailey, I mean, to be able to, has been. i follow her a little bit on Instagram, and every time there's a, a an event, especially from WrestleMania on now, she's been putting things on her Instagram that she knows she's screwing with fans, and we all, you know, she's been very good at it. Putting up something a, a month or two ago about, you know, TikTok. My time's almost here. Like I'm coming back. Didn't say that verbatim, but she put up something that alluded to that. She put up something recently of her holding. The brief, the money in the bank briefcase, laying on presumably a hotel bed. I think, um, and she was just laying there holding the briefcase, and so she knows what she's doing. And I'd imagine that she's got to be close. I mean, it's been well I feel like it's been almost a year since she's been out with, of, mm-hmm. from her injuries. So I think it's uh, Ronda Rousey and Bailey. I can't think of something bigger for SummerSlam than that. What are they going to do? Go back to Ronda Rousey and Charlotte again? That no one wants to see. So. that's it I can't think of another option
1: I that would be great uh, if Bailey returned and they did a um, feud with Ron and Bailey I 100% agree I don't have the faith in them (laughs) to plan that and I don't know the timeline of you know Bailey's injury and all that but I could see them either going either back to Raquel um they've already done it kind of Um, so either going back to her or starting a feud with Shayna because I, that is the one Ronda Rousey feud that I would actually be interested in. I Mm. don't like Ronda Rousey. I'm with you on that. Um, I think I will go, I will go to my grave saying that the only thing Ronda has is not in ring skill. She's not bad, but she's not great. She has no mic skill. The only thing Ronda Rousey has is her presence and her name. Mm-hmm. That's the only. Re- That's the only thing she has. That's the only reason she's anything in the WWE. But a match that I would like to see with Ronda in it is Ronda and Shanna because I think that has the potential, plus the storyline, to be very good because they could build a really good story off of those two, be- just from their backgrounds.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had a, a bit of a face off a few weeks ago in some kind of multi-woman match. They never actually had put a hands on each, on each other, but there was a moment there where, the, I, you know, they you were wondering if they were going to and the crowd reacted to it because we haven't seen it. I mean, the, the question, though, is, you know, um, I would imagine that we have. Bianca or rather uh, Ronda Rousey as the baby face and Shayna as the heel. But with people starting to to kind of wear thin on Ronda Rousey, you know, you do wonder as her opponents continue to progress, are people going to continue to stick with Ronda? You know, it's uh, people. I, I honestly, I, I think that if WWE at some point in Ronda's uh, contract, whether it's this time, next time, I don't know how long it is not turn her heel. It's a big missed opportunity. Like, Ronda Rousey as a heel, I would get on board for because there's so much you could pull from, and I think naturally she has an arrogance about her that she has to try to suppress as a babyface, and it bleeds through. And it, you know, it, it's really hard to hide who you truly are, and I think Ronda would just thrive. In that talking about the fans and how you know, you guys don't understand who the hell I am. I came here. I didn't have to come here. There's so. I mean, it, it's it's right there. And for her to have to go out, it doesn't feel natural a lot of times with Rousey. She could be a lot looser on the microphone. It would be, I think, a much more fun ride with Ronda as a heel champion who's got this entitlement about her coming from MMA, and she's still calling herself the baddest woman on the planet. Yet has hasn't. When's the last time she you know actually? prove that you know uh, it's been how many years so uh, I'm tired of her calling herself that ripping off Rowdy Roddy Piper because you weren't creative enough to come up with something original I, I just I don't want to you know get on that rant but I guess I already am so anyway uh, Ronda Rousey is just uh, I mean I want to I want to see her heel and then I think it'll be a lot more fun so all right yeah let's move on another women's championship match here Bianca Belair and Carmela I'll take a breath and uh, ask you what you think about this
1: I have Bianca retaining. Um, You know, the quality of the match, I don't know. Like, I want it to be good, but—and Carmella's not bad in the ring by any means. But Carmella is—I think she's great at what she does with her character. I mean, she's annoying, and she does it very well. But I think her in-ring skill is covered up by a lot of her squealing. And I know that sounds like a joke <laughs> and, like, a really funny thing, but I'm being completely serious. Like, she, I feel like you could actually see a lot of her, of her moveset and her skill in the ring if it, she wasn't squealing as much. Because sometimes when I'm watching, it's kind of hard to focus on what she's doing because of how much she's, like, squealing. So, if she does that in the match, I feel like it'll be okay. Bianca will do great, and she's always great in the ring. But I think like the overall quality is going to be okay. Like I don't expect it to be like some A plus match, but um, I do like that Carmella is in this match because um, only because I wanted Ripley and Bianca at a better or a bigger and better pay per view. And then Money in the Bank, I think they, they could save that for, you know, SummerSlam, WrestleMania. I mean, it is a, it could be a WrestleMania match. So I am glad that Carmella kind of stepped in um, for a little, like, detour for Bianca to do. But, yeah, I have Bianca retaining, and I think it'll be an okay match. Like, I don't think anything special will come from it.
0: Yeah, my, my bar is low here, too, simply limited by the fact of Carmella's ability uh, in the ring. I've said this and I, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Carmella as a person, I'm sure she, you know, she's really nice, whatever she's married to Corey Graves, but from a a professional standpoint, I look at her and I feel like she's a divas era leftover. I, I just, she, she's got, she's very focused on her looks and that's like her whole gimmick, which is like as shallow as it gets. Like that's as, I mean, that's as, that's as paper thin as it gets as a character is that you're, you know, I'm the most beautiful woman in WWE. It's like that. That's it. That, the, the, that's all. That's it. I mean, you know, uh, and, and inside the ring, she feels like a bell, of a, the a kind of a, a little bit high, a, a tick higher of a more skilled Bella twin. Like she's a third Bella twin except blonde. Um, And I just I don't think she's super skilled in the ring. I And I think, well, Bianca's, I think, extraordinary in the ring. She's going to be capped by what Carmella can do. Um, And so I, I'm with you. I think if I'm going to do out of 10 ahead of time, it's probably going to be a five out of 10, maybe six. Uh, out of ten in terms of quality of the matchup. Again, Bianca retains another super predictable outcome, but that's the right outcome. again, n- just because it's predictable doesn't necessarily mean it's bad and it's the wrong thing to do. Um I'm all for predictability if it's the right thing. But in this case, I mean the match quality, I'm not su- like you said. I don't know if you if you put Carmella and Bianca together versus Ronda and Natalia, what one's going to be more, of a, in terms of just wrestling only, what one's going to be more entertaining? I would imagine Ronda and Natalia, mm-hmm. but it, it's kind of a toss-up in, in a way. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see Bianca and Ronda, I mean, face off against one another. That would be a lot of fun. Maybe that'll happen at some point. Although... You know, I've said this before. I don't know if anyone has taken me up on it. Uh, With Ronda Rousey, I'm not going back to the match itself, but just to say that Ronda Rousey, uh, maybe we should play a drinking game where every time she adjusts her tights, We'll we'll take a drink. Right. Because I, I and you'll be drunk within five minutes because I don't I don't know what it is like. I understand she wears the, the athletic gear. Right. And you, you should. But I, I don't know. It's maybe she purposely has that. and It's like a nervous tick or something or they're just riding up her backside. I don't know. But it's super distracting every time she like if she did it once or twice in a match, it's like, OK, she's just adjusting her gear. But it's seriously like every 10 to 15 seconds, she's like, you know, adjusting this and that. And it's like, well, then get gear that fits. You don't need to make. I, I don't know. So now that I've made you think about it, now that's all you'll see. But I can't. I don't know. Did you notice this? Like, where Rhonda just like constantly yeah. fussing with her gear?
1: I know what you're talking about. I actually think it might be like an involuntary reaction and I'm being completely serious right now. I think it's an involuntary reaction because (laughs) in the MMA and the UFC fights that she, she has done and any UFC fights actually with like with the women who wear the shorts, they do that. So I think it is an involuntary reaction. Like she's so used to doing it because they do, they do it in the ring. So I hear you, but I, I think I think it's more of just like an involuntary action. It, it, you know,
0: I don't even think she's self aware. She's just, it, it, maybe it is. It's just kind of like a comfort thing. She's just wears this gear, and it's just, I, I don't know. It's just muscle, you know. Muscle, I, you know I, I don't know muscle memory. I don't know.
1: I um, used to play basketball, and every time I go past a trash can, I you know. I do
0: a little fade away, so it might be like that. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, yeah. I mean, it, except it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable if you're watching in the audience to see somebody like pulling at their crotch every five minutes. I mean, like seriously, like it's it's. It, it got to the point. I remember the last time I watched her on the, on the, I think it was WrestleMania Backlash, and I'm like, okay, like she has to be doing this as some kind of like inside joke. Like, the, is there really a drinking game behind this or something? Because it was just unbelievable. And you know, I don't know. So uh, now I've made you think about it, guys. I, I'm sorry you can't unhear this and now you'll be watching for her pulling at her tights um so all right well uh, Bianca I think we both agree is going to retain the match quality doesn't really uh you know shock us here I think it's just gonna kind of be uh, Bianca retains and that's it you know the one thing I'll say about this though with Bianca she's kind of in the same boat as Rhonda where the crowd I think is not souring but just they're not at the level I'd say you know if they want them to be a 10 the crowd's like a like a six or a five of where they want them to be Bianca has maybe you're are you sensing this too with the crowd that Bianca's just not getting that like overwhelming response she was last year she's just she's kind of like I don't know mildly supported
1: yeah yeah no I I you, you can definitely hear the crowd has changed a little bit and not in like a bad way they're just you know a little quieter now but I think everyone is kind of thinking the same thing. Like, they're waiting for change, and they want to see her character change. I want to see her character change. I know you've said you would like to see her mm-hmm. character change. Um, and I think she would, you know, do really well with being a heel. And um, I think everyone is kind of expecting that at this point. And they're, they're seeing the same old, same old. And they're, it's kind of getting – it's it's just getting very repetitive. So, yeah, I think the crowd has definitely – gotten a little bit quieter and quieter over the the past month
0: yeah that's a good way to put it they're not booing they're just not as excited to see her they're just Like you're yeah, it's not that they're booing yet, although they are on the road to booing her. If they continue on this path, like they're going to eventually actually turn and actively boo um, Mm -hmm. instead of just, you know, apathetically like, oh, yay. Hey, Bianca's here. Isn't that cool? And people are like, "Mm." and eventually that'll just that will turn. So, yeah, I think they either need to double down and actually give her a microphone, which and stop having her sit at ringside for every match and not, you know, put a put a commentary headset on. I mean, she's been at ringside. It's like her second home lately and just sitting there and not speaking. So um, anyway, all right, let's move on to the third women's match, which, by the way, guys, were, I just realized there's three women's matches and three men's matches that are on the show. I can't remember the last time it was that even. So that's cool. Um, we have the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch. Um, Hmm. Yeah, I almost took this, but uh, I have my pick. But you, you go first, Grace.
1: All right. This is a difficult one because I'm a huge Becky Lynch fan. <laughs> and but as in, you know, recent months, I've become like, you know, I've been to become a fan of Liv Morgan. I think that she has excelled in the ring Um You know, after her whole feud with Becky Lynch, I think it really shot her into, like, a different atmosphere. Um, And, I mean, she's not quite there yet on the mic. Um, She's still a little stiff on the mic. Um, She's better than she was. But I I want to see her get the briefcase. I think it would be a really good moment, and I think that she deserves it after, I mean, her performance as of late. But... I can also see Becky Lynch winning it, <laughs> so it's hard for me. Like I want Becky to win it, but I also want Liv to win it. Um, so to throw it back to you, what mm. what, what what is your prediction on this? This
0: is yeah. There's uh, as you were talking, I thought about three scenarios, and I, I had a very confident answer, and now you're screwing me up. I I okay. So my initial reaction before you gave yours was i think becky lynch is going to win it's the most uninteresting predictable answer but she, there, there's good reason to believe that mm-hmm. becky could win because becky lynch winning um okay it's you know it gets her kind of in back into the title uh, um the title picture which she just came out of and i think people got a little tired of her holding the belt much like they did with charlotte you know like what's your identity without the belt do you know who you are and i think becky had the same kind of problem but I think here, here's the and I, I'm going to stick by my guns, even if it's not going to work out here. But here's the argument for Becky Lynch keeping it or and winning the match. I think she wins. And then what you'll see is Becky Lynch not cash in for a while until we get towards WrestleMania season, where then she goes and cashes in on Ronda Rousey and... Uh you know then you could have Rhonda versus Becky. We get the we finally get the one on one that we've all been so desperately deserving of and now I know Becky Lynch is a heel. I understand that um and I think it was more fun with Becky as a baby face with Rhonda as the 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 well kind of a heel i mean by de facto, but even if it's not, I think that one on one with Rhonda and Becky didn't happen, and it should happen now you could say, well, Becky could win the Rumble. And you're right, she could win the Rumble. But with Becky holding that briefcase, it creates, I think, more interest than anyone else. That When you look at star power anyway, she's easily the biggest star in this matchup. Now, uh, so I'm sticking with Becky Lynch. The other thing is, okay, Liv Morgan, definitely. They constantly tell us that she has not captured the Women's Championship, and that's true. Uh, Alexa Bliss, you have somebody that I think has been sorely misused from a, a in ring perspective, not even used at all in ring over the last two years. I mean, she's been busy sitting on swings and sitting in therapy offices and just not showing up for weeks and months on end. Um, you know, so I think that in ring Alexa is you know, better than most people give her credit for. And having her get shot right back into the women's title picture, it's been way too long for Alexa bliss. Uh, there's an argument to be made there. The rest of them, Raquel too soon, Oscar, I don't think there's a whole lot of push for that. Uh, Shotzi, again, a little too soon. So that's my pick, Becky Lynch.
1: Mm. What the hell, Matt?
0: Sorry. (laughs) Don't listen to me. I tell this to everybody, and I told this to you last time. Don't don't do it. Stay by your guns. No, 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 no. Stick by your guns. (laughs) You know,
1: I'm not. I'm not going to agree with you. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Story you made was good. Really no, good. I, I okay, am banning but, you. I'm no, it, you,
0: I'm, I will not accept a change. So, because I have burned too many people. So go, <laughs> yeah. Okay,
1: but to see something else that could happen, not because that story with Becky Lynch cashing in and waiting for Rhonda. Holy crap! I would love to see that because you know the match I want to see the most is Ronda versus Becky at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. I want to see that. That's what I'm waiting for. She could win the rumble though, But you
0: know? So yeah.
1: Yeah. But what if Becky wins it and does a failed cash in and then her character just plummets? (laughs) I want to see that. I mean, that would like, I mean, I don't necessarily want to see it, but I think it would be like really good for her story right now. Um, Okay, but if I have to pick one, <sighs> Matt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I've
1: been struggling with this, Matt. Yeah. I thought I finally had an answer, and then you had to go and say well, that.
0: what Well, that's what you did to me. <laughs> I, I almost switched my answer to Alexa Bliss so, that, because of you. So, yeah.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to say... Liv Morgan wins. Okay. I want Becky Lynch. I want Becky Lynch to win. I think Liv Morgan will win, and I do. I, I do want to see her get the briefcase. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think the fans are so behind Liv, like on Twitter and like all the social media. Like Liv has a big fan base right now, and I I think WWE sees it. Um, so I'm gonna say Liv climbs up the ladder and grabs that brief, briefcase. Mm.
0: I think the fans will be super behind that, like you said, because fans have seen her for years now be abused and be, uh, you know, uh, Turned on. yeah. Like, and, and how many times was in the, uh, riot squad, was she the one taking the pinfall mm-hmm. laying, looking up at the lights? How many hundreds of times did she lose match? I mean, like, so she's paid her dues. People are mm-hmm. ready. I think Liv Morgan is, I, I like her on the microphone. I like her the way she speaks. She doesn't speak too quickly. She seems confident in the ring. She's not insane, but she's definitely good to very good. Um, you know, I have no no problem with Liv Morgan. She is a she is a veteran. I would say at this point, you know, I'd say after she's been there what, five six years, she's she's got some experience under her belt. So I have no problem with that. Now, does she actually successfully cash in? When does she cash in? Is it on Bianca? Uh, you know, or and and Carmel? I mean, who knows? Um, but yeah, Liv Morgan, there's certainly a case, and I think the, the fans would love that. Um, yeah, I just a li- think it'd yeah. be
1: a really good moment. Like, mm-hmm. I think it would genuinely be, like, a very good moment, like, and I think the crowd would actually go crazy if she won it. And it could be, like. Yes.
0: It'd be that feel-good mm-hmm. kind of Daniel Bryan moment, even though there's no championship on the line. It'd be kind of, like, the underdog that deserves it, that's been here and overlooked for a while. I and get being, it. And, like,
1: turned on yeah. by her partners time mm-hmm. after time. Oh, my and,
0: God. Like, yeah. yeah. How many times? Yeah, she's got to be the record holder for that. Uh, but Becky Lynch, the, the one thing I'll say about that is you have you have something in mind there. You have something good there. Where Becky Lynch, if she loses, I have been advocating for this of seeing her spiral down into the abyss of just like how far can we push Becky's character? Not to actually bury her, but her character's depression. Like where? What's the end game? Like I want to see her lose. Just to see the character evolution, like does she come out like with no music one day and just like kind of have mascara running down her face? Looks like she hasn't showered. Like starts to become depressed, like almost like a you know a, I, I don't know like, like just, when she
1: was fighting Lita.
0: Yeah, like exactly. Just kind of just doesn't defeated, but there's an end game. Like, and what is that end game? You know, so maybe they'll explore that. Maybe they won't. But if you're right, if Becky if cash she cashes in and fails. Uh, then they're clearly on that road, and they have an idea of where they want her to go. But uh, you're right. I mean, Liv Morgan is the feel good choice, no doubt. So, all right, it's time for the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Do, I'll ask you: Do you want to take this first, or do you want me to answer and give you my prediction? Because this is uh, this is also got a little bit of a a tough uh, a, a tough choice here.
1: So you don't come up with some crazy story for me to change my Let's mind? See, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> go, go. And, um, and you're I not
0: allowed enough. to change it after I tell you mine.
1: <laughs> okay, well, we'll see. <laughs> um, okay, right off the bat, I'm not going to talk about anyone else. It's Seth freaking Rollins. No one else. Seth mm-hmm. Rollins.
0: Yep. No, I, I actually concur with that. And now now the, the runner-up is Drew McIntyre. And the reason I say that is because – he, as we all know, he's going to be main eventing the Clash at the Castle. I think it's in September, the uh, with uh Drew, with Roman Reigns. And now, just because he doesn't win this, doesn't mean he still can't find a way to get to Roman in a tournament in a number one contenders match. Just by you know, I don't know, berating Adam Pierce for for this match, whatever that he's been. Roman's ducking him. There's a way to get to Drew and Roman if he doesn't win this match. But yes, yeah, Seth with this. This is to me. This is Seth Rollins' match to win, and if he doesn't win, I think I I genuinely think people in the audience, even though he's billed as a heel, are going to be pissed because everyone else in this matchup outside of Drew doesn't make sense. Honestly, I mean, you have Mad Cat Moss. I mean, sorry, no chance. Uh, Riddle, I think he's number three as a choice. He has a it's alive. It's on life support that he has a chance, but it's there. Sami Zayn, sorry, none. Omos. Sorry. uh, I mean, there's just he'll he'll be the big guy in the match that uh, the
1: first person gets thrown out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's just there's just no way. I mean, I just they're not going to make him look like a fool. They'll book him strong, but he has no chance of grabbing that briefcase. There's just it's just not it's too soon. Um, you know, I think he has a world championship run in, in, in maybe in 2023 or 2024. Not right now. Sheamus, been there, done that. He's kind of a snooze fest. I'm sorry. Sheamus is boring to me. I understand he's a tough guy. He's a veteran. He has modified his, uh, his character over the years. His character just doesn't excite me. It's just there. He's an asset to the company, but he's not exciting to me. Drew McIntyre has a date with Destiny with uh, Roman Reigns. And Seth Rollins is by far the, uh, the, the the favorite to win this, and he should win this, because it's going to be fun to think about, wait a minute, Seth Rollins, who does he cash in on? Is he, is he going to cash in on Roman after the last man standing at SummerSlam? What does he do? Does he wait until, uh, you know, after uh, WrestleMania again? Like, And we're eventually going to get to Rollins and Reigns, and I actually think Rollins should be the one to end the streak for Roman. I actually think oh I want so that's what I it's I, I don't at this point I've lost all hope that it's going to be some upstart young NXT guy that you could springboard his career off of. That'd be a great ideal scenario right now. There's nobody on the roster that that uh that fits that bill. Seth Rollins hasn't held the held championship in a long time. There's a lot of history between Roman and Seth. They didn't follow up after last year's Survivor Series. Where he beat the holy hell out of Seth, left him laying, and everyone just accepts it, and there was no follow up to that. Um, and so, yes, Seth should be the one to defeat Roman Reigns with that championship, cashing in on him.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, you know, another thing about this match though, which is slightly terrifying because I don't want this to happen, but I could see them doing something like this: is if Sammy won, and then. <laughs> they just held the briefcase hostage and like you know paul hammond was like controlling him and stuff and i really can see them oh, doing God. something like that and i really hope it doesn't don't put
0: happen. it out in the universe don't no I know it's, like, it's like the whole shane mcmahon thing when
1: we thought he was gonna
0: end up um, oh that's right the Rumble. yeah like because because sad it's sad that we have to think like this but there's yeah it's possible i could see you're right like where he he wins it and then you know, Sammy says he promises he's not going to cash it in on Roman. And then Paul Hay like you said, yeah, he just kind of locks he's it bonded. away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no.
1: No, <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry I even said it. I probably shouldn't have been put out into the universe. But, um, you know, I. so what do you think of the title? Like, do you like the titles being um, combined?
0: <sighs> I, I would have if they executed it the way that we that they should have meaning yeah. that, okay, they unified it. even though there's a brand split, I mean, that's a whole nother thing. I mean, there is no brands one anymore. It's quietly gone away, but we, if, if they executed it where, okay, they unify it. Um, and then Roman actually appears on raw and Smackdown more regularly, which was supposed to be the plan. And yet that the exact opposite is happening. I think I would have liked it if they actually kept the championship in the eyes of fans more, instead mm-hmm. of just having Roman, you know, take it and go hibernate wherever he is. Uh, you know, and, and good. You know, p- props to him. He's getting paid millions of dollars with less dates, less wear and tear on his body. Good for him. I'd do the same thing. But when you're lo- looking at this from a fan's perspective, you're like, "All right, well, they unified the belts. He barely defends it. He's not on SmackDown. He's on like one out of every four SmackDowns. He doesn't do house shows." And nobody is talking about challenging for the championship because there are no championships other than the U.S. and Intercontinental for the men's Mm -hmm. side anyway. So, yeah, like, I I don't hate the idea. I just don't like the execution of and the results after a few months now of like, okay, well, they took the belts and essentially just like, you know, buried them temporarily. So,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you 100 percent on that. But I think. I want them, I want to see him split now. Like, I don't, I don't want, it was a fun idea at first and like Roman holding on the belts, but like you said, it just, just that he's gone and you don't see the belts. Like you don't even see them. Um, and I honestly don't think raw is like suffocating, like without a belt that much. I mean, they need a belt, but I, I think they're doing pretty well on their own, but, I want to see them split at some point, And it makes me wonder like, with this whole money in the bank match happening in the contracts, like, what do the contracts say? Like, inside the briefcase, like, what if they say for one belt? Hmm. And, like, they go on the story, like, oh, we haven't updated them. And it looks like it's actually for one belt. And, you know, you can actually only challenge for one belt. So, what if Rollins gets the briefcase and he opens it and sees that it's for the universal or the WWE championship. Um, Cause I, I could see them Ron's having a championship and then I want to see drew with a championship too, at some point. So like if they split it, Ron's can have the belt for whenever he wants it, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, whatever. And then you can still have drew when the other one at the clash of the castle.
0: I have in concept, I have no problem with that, taking the belts and putting them back on the each brand. So each brand has a top belt to compete for. But again, when they tell us at WrestleMania, hey, this is unifying, that means to bring together, even though I understand symbolically, they're two separate belts, but it, they told us that the championship, not the physical title belts, but the championship is now unified. That means it's one. So you're right. I, I could see them doing that, though, where like people aren't thinking like this and they're just saying, oh, well, uh, you know, he has those two belts. So he's he technically the money in the bank. No one read the contract. He thought it was for both. It's only for one. It's like, well, wait a minute. WrestleMania or, unified them. So,
1: yeah. I mean, you could also do it in the way of like it was Paul Heyman's in Roman Reigns idea so he doesn't like lose the universal like he's always had the universal Mm -hmm. so what if it was their idea so it's like he does he loses one but he still technically has the other one so he's still the champion of that one so he doesn't lose the streak so what if they came up with the idea of like okay well if I lose that belt fine but I still have this belt where I still have my streak on it you know
0: Yeah, yeah, that that I could see them doing that. I mean, they they have so many large holes in storylines now. Anyway, it's not that far of a reach to say that they would do something like that. And you know, I I would be. I would actually be okay with letting that slide simply for the benefit of getting a top championship back on Raw and Seth as a champion. And then you can have Roman hold that universal championship until Drew at Clash of the Castle. But I just have no faith. And I really think, sadly, yeah. it, uh, that they're going to go with Rock and Roman for the universal championship or unified, whatever, at WrestleMania. And I don't want the belt involved at all. I mean, do, would you? Would you, do, would you want the belt involved with Rock and Roman at WrestleMania? <laughs>
1: I mean, no, because then you would know the outcome. Like, I, the Rock's not going to win the belt. At least you don't think so. Like, because he's so busy, he's not going to come back to WWE for a run. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would make it obvious and make it very predictable. And I think that's a match that you don't want to be predictable at all, because that match when it does happen will be fantastic and you don't want any inclination of what is going to happen in the slightest so no i don't want the belt in it just because i don't want it to be predictable like they do with a lot of their matches so yeah no no belt in that
0: okay yeah no i'm just trying to see if there's an argument to be made that i'm not thinking of that it's like yeah it'd actually be better with the belt i can't think of one other than the marketing like Vince would love to say yeah. the, the very superficially, oh, it's, it's for the championship. That makes it bigger. And when you take five seconds, you're like, well, no, actually, wait a minute. No, Rock is a Hollywood star. He's here for one match only. Why would I want the belt involved, which would just totally exploit the outcome of the match, like you said. Um, and it would also mean that Roman's champion for another, what, like f- six months, whatever the hell it is. Um, you know, and and I think people are ready to to move on. I I I am. I and I I was a I was one of the last holdouts of like no, oh, it's kind of going good. I'm ready. Like I, I'm like okay. Like, this has been a fun run. It's been now almost exactly two years at WrestleMania or uh, SummerSlam 2020 when he came back during the pandemic era and uh, beat. I think it was Braun Strowman in the triple threat or he made it a triple threat or something. Um and and speared him and and won the belt. Um so. To me, I think that you have a, a, a fan base that's getting restless. They're ready. It's like, okay, can we give, can we give give somebody the victory like Seth Rollins, so we can get back to kind of regular like the regular scheduled programming here, because everything is being withheld with Roman Reigns, everything. And it's just for a guy that's not there much anymore. Anyway, it's, it's a burden. It's a burden on fans. And I'm sure that the guys in the back are like, Hey, like he's not here a lot. Uh, Can we, can we compete for a championship? You know, like, so I don't know. Um, But anyway, I think we both agree. Seth Rollins wins this match. If you had to pick a second, uh, you know, if you were like, okay, if Seth doesn't win, who who would be your second?
1: Um, <laughs> I don't want to go to my Sami Zayn um, prediction. Oh, that's your second away. one. No, it's not. My side. I don't want. Okay. I don't want it to be my second. <laughs> I feel like it is, though. <laughs> but okay, oh, hold on. Okay, hold on. I think <laughs> it'll be Seth and Riddle. I think it'd be mm. Seth and Riddle climbing up the ladders. Maybe even Drew, but I think it'll be Seth and Riddle just because they've also had a little thing going on, you know, the past couple of weeks. I mean, they've had a couple of run-ins, but um, yeah, I think climbing up the ladders that are to last two will be same. I'm uh, not saying, geez, see, even my subconscious mm-hmm. wants to say same.
0: You're you're suppressing, <laughs> Rid- you're suppressing Rid- your urge. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but actually, one thing. I want to happen in this match, I will say. I need all of them, Sheamus, Madcap, Sammy, Seth, Riddle, and Drew, bef- right when the match begins, gang up on Omos, throw him out of the ring, attack him for a good five minutes, and just leave him on the floor, and then they continue the match. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, well, I, I think
0: that's going to happen at some point anyway, because Omas in a ring for a long period of time, he's not ready for that. And I think it would expose his weaknesses. So something exactly like that probably will happen. Well, he'll, he'll be like taking a nap at ringside after somebody attacks him and he'll just be laying there. Maybe they'll have like a pillow underneath the the ring. He can kind of hang out. And then when it's time, he'll come back into the ring. And, you know, people are like, oh, my God, Omas is back up. My God, what a, you know, the Nigerian giant. And, uh, you know, he'll have a spot where he'll have his fingertips on the uh, the, the, the briefcase and you think he'll might have a chance, but it's not going to happen. I mean, my my second is Drew McIntyre. Again, an uninter- uninteresting pick, but if Seth doesn't win it, I think Drew is probably in second place to win this. So he can say to Roman, You're, you can't duck me any longer. I am going to cash this in on you. You just don't know when. Um, You know, like, I think that Drew has a a case to be made here. I mean, they've been on the same show for how long, and they have, for the most part, not the entire time, but for the most part, avoided one another. And I think that it would be a fun fun thing to do to hang that over the head of Roman Reigns and have him stressed out, you know, every week or every three weeks when he's there, have Paul Heyman comment on it. So I think Drew is a strong second with Seth Rollins still number one for me, so.
1: Yeah, I would say Drew's a... It would it would be those three. It'd be Seth Riddle and then Drew. But I'm gonna stick with Seth and Riddle for the last.
0: Even though Riddle doesn't make sense, like no one's talking about this. Where Riddle just lost in a match where the stipulation against Roman was mm-hmm. if you lose, you can never compete in a championship match as long as Roman Reigns is champion against you know for his belts. So yeah. h- how does that work? I mean, so I feel like
1: they just <laughs> threw that out there and then we're like, oh shit. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, we shouldn't have said that because I'm like be in the money in the bank match. Yeah,
0: they did see that's the again that's not that that's not thought through and it's not thinking ahead. It's thinking you know, in the moment, and I think they're hoping eh, fans will forget that. I mean, let's not mention it. Guys didn't happen um uh, because I mean they also knew that Riddle wasn't going to win it, so they didn't really care. Um, So, yeah, but I just thought about that. I'm like, and they they mentioned it, like, the very next week, and Riddle's like, I'm going to, you know, get my vengeance and win the money in the bank. I'm like, but you just lost a match that you can't compete. So, uh, I don't know. It's one of those. They won't explain it. No, they won't explain it. They won't bring it up. It'll just never. It didn't happen. Um, so, uh, So, okay, we've gone through the whole card. So, to kind of wrap things up, do you think there'll be any big surprise returns or maybe things we're not thinking about that somebody can make an appearance, anything like that?
1: Um, I mean, there's John Cena, uh, like you said, Bailey, you did, did you say Bailey? you think Bailey's going to return? Her I think there's thing, a, no, I,
0: I think I'd give it a small chance, but I think more likely she'll return on the next Friday night. Smackdown as the next oh, contender for Rousey. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would say, I mean, there's a small chance John Cena shows up, but other than that, I can't really think of anyone that. You know, would be a surprise return. Do you have anyone else? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I I think John Cena's a, a, a small chance. I think Bailey's small chance. I also think there's a small chance of Roman Reigns himself appearing to interfere. Uh, you know, in the uh, the tag title match, maybe maybe yeah. um i think that it's again small would he interfere in the the ladder match money Bank ladder match maybe maybe he tries to uh you know pick somebody he doesn't want to face and tr- screw them out of the the opportunity i mean there's no rules in that match so he could just outright interfere with no no not worrying about being dq'd or anything so you know it's possible i think roman reigns probably takes this entire event off i don't think he's going to appear but if you're going to you know, put some people out there. I think, like you said, Bailey, John Cena, and Roman Reigns have all small chances of appearing.
1: Don't you think it's funny that we're talking about Roman showing up at a pay per view and he's the champion?
0: Uh, it's that's how low <laughs> and how like, far oh, the Roman Reigns is yeah. going to show. Up. That's how low the bar is, guys, for how often we think our champion's going to uh, you know, appear and defend his belt. He's defended the belt once, I believe, once since he won it at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, like two months ago. So that's how long. Yeah, the the bar is very low. It's yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm ready. So, all right. Well, I think that wraps things up. Did you have anything else that I'm not thinking about? Questions or comments on uh, the the event?
1: Um, no, I, not that I know of. I do have. Uh, I don't know if you heard this before. It's not really about the event, but it's a little bit about women's wrestling. A little a big thing in women's wrestling. If you want to yeah, know about that. So Sasha Banks and Naomi. Um, I heard that. Um, I don't know if you heard this, but they it's it's reports are saying that they were Sasha specifically was released like June 10th. But um, now higher ups are trying to smooth things over. So I guess higher ups meaning Stephanie now that she's um, in the CEO position so i don't think hope is lost yet for sasha um being off of wwe i think that if they are trying to smooth things over um there's a chance that she could be back on tv possibly
0: mm. yeah that's and th- there's another reason why i think smackdown has taken a big hit i mean charlotte sasha uh and Bailey all out um yeah i mean i did not hear that it is it's also interesting too like i mean i So many outlets had reported all she's released, but WWE never made a statement. I don't think, right? Like they never Mm -mm. publicly said. Roster too. Yeah, they never put out the future endeavor statement that they put out for everybody. So that was the one thing I'm like, oh, okay. Well, maybe they just don't want to say it, but she really is. I, I mean, I have no problem with that. You know, I think that uh, whatever the issues may be, and they seem to be deep and they seem to be uh, long lasting. They seem to be something that has been going on for quite some time. Um, and and multi-layered probably a feeling of disrespect the way they've creatively used her uh you know that kind of thing and to be fair though Sasha's also been randomly out throughout her career for like months at a time with no explanation Mm -hmm. um just she's had the most bizarre run over the last several years it's it's fascinating but I have no problem with that I mean if Sasha comes back and they they uh you know make amends and all is well then cool I mean then that's no problem. They've they, they're able to bring back a star that probably was maybe AEW bound or who knows maybe whatever she wants to do. She's certainly got enough money, I'm sure, in the bank, no pun intended. But she definitely is is somebody that I think if she came back, the crowd would be like what? Like people would no, yeah. I, the pop would be huge because of everything everyone knows. Yeah, so
1: they need to try really hard because she has a lot of star power and talent in WWE in general. So I think, I don't know what they're doing right now, but if they are trying to smooth things over, they need to try as hard as possible because SmackDown and the women's division in general really needs Sasha and Naomi too. I mean, I miss Naomi singer on TV. Mm-hmm. So I think they need to get them back like ASAP because not only does the SmackDown roster very much need them, but the women's division really needs, needs them as well.
0: Well, they don't have a they don't have a tag team division. They've never had a tag team division. They've had well, yeah. They've but- had championship belts for a division that doesn't exist. I mean, the, Well, yeah, the, the women's division, not yeah. the tag division. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. but just mm-hmm. the women's division in general. But I would like to, for the tag team to, to belts themselves, I mean, they have been nothing but a curse for WWE. Outside of a few glimmers of hope, I mean, even, uh, who was it? Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, I think, did an actually mm-hmm. credible job. The Iconics for a hot minute were good. You know, that kind of thing. But outside of that, most of the time, they have not had a division. Most of the time, they've had unopposed champions. I mean, like... They've had maybe one team or no teams in a division. So, like, either 50% or 100% of the people in the, in the division are champions uh, yeah. when you, you, do the, you do the math. But so I don't know. I mean, I want if they come back, I want them to quietly just put the tag belts aside until they have an established tag team division. They put the cart before the horse is what they did. So
1: Yeah, and they also announced a, when Sasha and Naomi left that they were gonna have a tag team tournament and haven't it's been like a couple yeah. months and they yeah. never said no. anything else about it.
0: Uh, that's all you need to know. I
1: mean like, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, it's not good. I, mean, I, I I like I understand what they're trying to do and they're trying to make them on equal footing with the men and like I, I get that, but like you need to lay the groundwork. You can't you can't just create the championship and go, Oh, all is well they're now seeing the problems with that. I mean, so they they don't... What they do with the World Rumble every year, too. There's like 20 legitimate uh, women in the, in the event that are actually employed on a day-to-day basis by WWE, and then they always have those, like, 10 women that come back from yesteryear that don't need to be in there anymore just to fill the 30 requirement of having a Royal Rumble. They have like, you know, uh, Lita come back and, and uh, Summer Ray and like all these people from like 15 years ago that can still halfway cut it in the ring. And it's like this is an exposure of your of your own company not being able to create women's wrestlers and, and successful women's wrestlers. So, yeah, they're not where they need to be. At the same time, you look back even just, you know, five to ten years ago and it's like, wow, what a difference. So, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that is, uh, I think, going to do it for us tonight. And hopefully we didn't make you think about Ronda Rousey's crotch too much and that we uh, (laughs) we uh, maybe changed your minds on some things. And, you know, definitely, guys, tune in to Grace's podcast, the Evolutionary Wrestling Podcast. It's uh, focused on women's wrestling. And uh, we certainly spent a lot on that tonight. But, uh, Grace, do you have anything else to uh, say before we close it out here?
1: No. um, Follow me on Twitter, Evolutionary Wrestling. um, No, I'm sorry, Evolutionary WP on Twitter. Um, Give me a follow. Give me some five star reviews, please. It'd be very much appreciated. And go check us out. Um, I really appreciate the support that's been given by Matt, um, especially. He's helped a lot, you know, helping my. podcast by you know give me shout outs and give me advice on podcasting in general so i really appreciate that a lot and um thank you for all the wwe podcast listeners y'all are awesome
0: yeah definitely and uh go watch go watch stranger things anybody that hasn't already for god's sake no spoilers (laughs) yeah we're all we're (laughs) saying anything in the (laughs) discord no that's a that's a heads up yeah we don't want to know about anything because volume two uh the, the part two for uh stranger things season four came out today so uh we're all feverishly trying to finish that and uh so yeah so that's why i'm trying i'm staying off social media i'm like i like scan even more carefully my feed because people put stuff out there yeah so uh guys if you haven't seen stranger things i mean you're you're missing out i gotta say I'm, you know they're I'm not sure paying I'm me not. to say that but <laughs> yeah. yeah it's 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 good stuff so all righty well thanks thanks grace it's been a lot of fun and Thank enjoy you. the event and enjoy stranger things
1: yeah you too <laughs> all
0: right have a good night you too
1: all right Bye. <laughs>